0: so easily. okay welcome to the brian hornback podcast that is handsome and the humbles uh that's off their project hold on a second let me figure this out that's off their project uh we're all the same and that is actually um, the clean version of we're all the same i would suggest that you go to any of your streaming services look up handsome and the humbles um the guys are from east tennessee um my buddy um josh smith is from uh, clinton um, Zach miles, I think is still playing with them. He's from up in around Morgan County and, uh, the rest of the guys are, are all from East Tennessee, but anyway, handsome and the humbles. Uh, I do have permission by Josh, not the rest of the guys, but at least by Josh, uh, who is the lead singer and guitarist and uh, all around. Uh, I really don't think he's the handsome one, but I eh, could be wrong anyway. Um, that is off of there, so we'll hear the rest of that um, at the end of this podcast. But this is a Brian Hornback podcast. Thank you for joining me. I apologize that it's been a while, but this is episode 50, so we made it to 50, um, and um, this is the day. This is being recorded on October the 13th. It'll be placed out on October 13th. Um, this is the first day of early voting for the November 2nd knoxville city council uh, elections um five seats are up for grabs um you have the challengers which are um all being supported by the knox county republican party uh and you have the incumbents uh who are uh and and so what has happened uh is that the challengers uh had all kind of gotten together uh, much like the city council movement had gotten together. And um, and so they, they've all been running uh, together. Um, Monday, this is Wednesday, October 13th, uh, on Monday night, the Knox County Republican Party had an event at the Knoxville Expo Center uh, where the challengers did a meet and greet. Uh, Gary Lowe, who um, uh, used to be on one of the TV stations doing news, and is a president of the West Knox Republican Club, I moderated it. Um, but the first hour was, was just kind of um, milling around, meet, you know, kind of informally, you know, uh, introduce each other to each other kind of thing. And then, and then a, a little after six, uh, they each, each of the candidates got to give a little stump speech. And then after that, Gary Lowe asked some predetermined questions uh, and then they were going to try to be out of there by about seven fifteen. I was able to stay till the conclusion of the opening remarks. Then I had to, I had other responsibilities. Um, so, um, with that said, there is a story up that went up Monday night, uh, October the eleventh. Um, that uh, that gave you uh, photos, gave you a video of Jim Clenaris's opening remarks, um, and um, and uh, all around, kind of captured the moment actually when it started about six o'clock there were probably about 50 people in the room because i counted um i would say that you could probably add another 20 to that uh that were there from the five to six o'clock hour uh but had to leave um and then then last night um in all fairness as 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 about the only remaining political writer in this town uh i attended um the um, Democrat Women Club, they normally meet on the night that was last night, uh, and they met had their meeting at Albright Grove uh, Brewing Company on Sutherland, and they had um, they helped co-sponsor, I guess the um, the Andrew Roberto um, come meet the incumbent night. And so all the incumbents were there. Uh, except for Seema Singh. She had a previous engagement that she was not able to come to that. And so I have that coverage up. Uh, They probably had, I would say, um, 150 when the speeches were made. Um, Between 100 and 150 uh, when the speeches were made, I was not able to count uh, because I was uh, actually recording Reverend Harold Middlebrook, who introduced Andrew Roberto, and then also recorded, recorded Andrew Roberto's speech but uh he was joined by um he was joined by uh first district councilman Tommy Smith uh he was also joined by uh of course he's in the second district and then he was also uh joined by uh, Lauren Ryder in the fourth district and Gwen McKenzie in the sixth district in full disclosure uh Seema Singh uh is on the website as an advertiser uh, and uh, Gwen McKenzie is on as an advertiser uh, through one of her uh, supporters um, has sponsored that ad. So um, anyway, that's full disclosure. Uh, the challengers are in the first district, Elizabeth Murphy, in the second district, Kim Smith, the third district, um, Nick Shapiro, uh, and the fourth district, Jim Clonaris, and in the sixth district, Garrett Holt. So that's the rundown. That's the, the challengers and the incumbents. Um, but uh, today starts, today started, I guess it's already ended now. By the time I'm recording this, I'm recording this at um, about 640 uh, p.m. on October 13th. So we'll we'll know what the numbers for the first day are uh, sometime, probably tomorrow. Could happen tonight. Probably going to happen tomorrow. Um, but I want to take just just an opportunity. One reason that I play the song, We're All the Same, is my frustration with this campaign. Um, Last week, Susan Richardson-Williams, who is a former state party chair, she's also a um, uh, pundit on uh, WBR's Inside Tennessee, had kind of talked about this race, these races um, in the city of of Knoxville, in the city council races. And she talked about, uh, and and she really kind of laid the blame or the credit, however you want to view it, and and I guess we'll have to figure that out after November second. Uh, on Mike Chase, owner of Copper Cellar, and Randy Burleson, the owner of um, Aubrey's, uh, because they were, I guess, the primary backers of the Scruffy City Pack, who's, uh, kind of um been in, in have been the the key people behind or, or the key organization. Scruffy City Pack has been the key component uh, to the, um, the challengers, uh, and, um, and, you know, I, I don't know that that's fair. I don't know that it's fair to lump, um, Mike Chase and Randy Burleson as being the sole, um, uh, the, the sole start of the Scruffy City Pack. Um, there is frustration by those, uh, who don't necessarily agree uh, or don't agree at all, not just necessarily, but don't agree with the direction of the city. Uh, and, and, you know, that's really a decision that has to be made by city voters and and individuals who are city property owners. Uh, in talking with a uh, an individual who is a city property owner this week, I find it interesting that neither one of the entities whether they be the challengers or the incumbents have really done any targeted mailing or any targeted contacting to those qualified voters those 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 individuals that um, don't really live in the city but they own property in the city so they're qualified to vote in the city uh, they haven't been they haven't been contacted uh, the one I talked to uh, had gotten something from Garrett Holt but that was it I had not been reached by any of the incumbents or or the challengers so people have asked me about the whole nonpartisan versus partisan issue um i believe well i know uh because of my position with the state executive committee that uh in the next legislative session not the special session is going to happen in a couple of weeks but in this in the next session which will start in january of 2022 there will be a um, there will be a concerted effort by the Tennessee Republican Party to make school boards a partisan election uh, that was stripped out in, in, in the early 90s and about 92. Uh, and what happened there was that they um, when they made the superintendent of schools an appointed position and not an elected position, uh, they made the. Um, they made the school board nonpartisan. Uh, the city, to my knowledge, as far as I I know, the city's always been pretty much nonpartisan. Um, it's been set up that way, you know, hundred years ago. You know, I'm not. Here's my dish issue. I'm not necessarily for or against partisan or nonpartisan. Um, I believe you play with the game you're dealt, and and you move on. Now, the reason I've been asked about it is. Because I was successful uh, in in um, late 90, 1999 and, and into two thousand, uh, I was successful in a in a in a primary, um, contest and then a general contest, um, to be um, to serve four years on the Knox County School Board and it was a nonpartisan position. Uh, and then in nineteen ninety nine and two thousand the election, uh, the primary was in. February or March of 2000 because it coincided with the presidential primary of 2000. Um, And then of course I won more than 50% and then went on uh, to the general election ballot um, in a, um, in unopposed. Um, And then again in 2004 um, as a Republican, you know, George W. Bush had, no real opponent in the primary. So the Republicans really didn't get out and vote. And the Democrats showed up and voted and they voted, um, uh, they voted against me and I lost. And that was great, fantastic. And then uh, went on to be Knox County Republican party chairman, 2005 to 2007. But here's the situation. When I ran for school board, I ran against an individual who'd served for eight years, had completed eight years, was the current vice chair of the Knox County school board. And he was a Republican. I mean, he had uh, attended Republican conventions, reorganization conventions. Uh, He was a Republican uh, in, you know, by all all measures. Um, And so um, I did attend the 5th District Democrat Club because of the district I I was elected to was from the 5th District. So I did attend the fifth district Democrat club. They met at Ryan's Man, I miss Ryan's just for the record. Um, it's a, um, Mexican, no, it's a Chinese Japanese American buffet now. Uh, but anyway, Ryan's, um, that the fifth district Democrats met there. So I attended one of their meetings and they asked me to come back the next month and speak a good friend of mine who I'm not going to name, who is a Democrat, uh, it, I told him, I said, Hey, I I'm been invited to go speak to the fifth district Democrats. And he gave me some advice. Uh, and he said, when they ask you how you vote, be honest with them because they've already researched your voting record. So I went that next month to speak to the fifth district Democrats and they, sure enough, they asked me that question after I gave my, my, my spiel, they said, <clears throat> Are you a democrat or republican? Do you vote democrat? And and my answer to that was I am a republican. I have always been a republican. The choice you have in this election is between a republican who serves on the school board who has served for 8 years, who is vice chair of the school board, who has not shown up to your club meeting or has had no interest in your organization for the last eight years i am a republican i'm the only person on the ballot to oppose this individual and i'm asking for your vote and support those democrats supported me um both in 2000 and in 2004 now you know and and, and th- those friends um, are much older than me. Uh, and a couple of them have passed on. Uh, a couple of them are still here. Uh, they're still friends of mine. Um, and the person that told me to be honest with them about my voting record, I saw the other night at Andrew Roberto's thing. Uh, and I need to give him a heads up that this is on there, although I'm not going to discuss who he is. Uh, but I did tell you it's a he. So, so, so. Uh, I've been asked since August the 14th when I was appointed to the, when I was elected to the uh, Tennessee Republican state executive committee. And, and then uh, obviously um, that gives me a seat on the county executive committee. I've been asked by people, why are you allowing chairman Herrera to, uh, to continue this partisan thing with the challengers and incumbents? My simple answer to that is, chairman Herrera was elected really on the basis of making the city council elections partisan. Uh, when he was elected earlier this year, uh, that was one of his, one of his issues was we're going to, we're going to make the city council race partisan. And he said that, um, And he said there was going to be a clean sweep. And so I don't think my role as a state executive committee man and on the county executive committee is to undo what chairman Herrera, when he was elected by a majority of those at the convention, it's not my, it's not my role to undo that. It's not my role to um, speak to uh, speak for individuals that want that undone i think we have to we have to stay the course we have to allow whatever happens happens on november 2nd and evaluate it after that uh and so that's my position i have to cover both races i have to cover the challengers i have to cover the incumbents uh and 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 this blog has been in operation now in its 17th year this blog will not cater to the group that I've been associated with for 30, some whatever, more than 30 years. I started when I was 16, 1982. Y'all do the math. Um, and, and so I'm going to continue doing what no other media in this town will do. And that's recover both sides of the story. The new Sentinel has gone tone deaf on everything. Um, the other alternative news they have their agendas uh, Compass is, is, you know, they come at it from a different angle than I do, but they do cover both sides. Um, and, you know, Knox views is, is a, I mean, you know, I, I've always called them the local liberal playground. I mean, and, and they are uh, except they, they take a the Knox views, takes a broader audience than just Knoxville. Um, and compass uh, does a good job. Scott and Jesse do a good job. Uh, covering covering their covering their stuff. Right. But um, uh, the others aren't really worth mentioning. Um, one's a former newspaper publication. That's now, it's now um, online site. The other one's a newspaper publication that <sighs> the previous administration liked Madeline Rojero. Now in this administration, Seem to not like India can And I think that has more to do with the fact that can was on the school board from 2004 to whenever. Um, and not really about the city versus the County. Um, but anyway, we're, we've gone, I've gone almost 20 minutes here. Kind of talking about that. I just wanted to talk about, I meant to do this before early buddy started. I just really wanted to, to kind of, just open up. uh, I've had the the questions asked uh, numerous times as I've been out and about, about the partisan issue, about, about if I agree with chairman Herrera, if I disagree with chairman Herrera, uh, I don't have an opinion uh, one way or the other. Um, I do, I do think that both parties don't work hard enough to um, run people who have been committed to the cause. And when I say committed to the cause, I think that too many times we run people as Democrats or Republicans, and we say they're Democrat or they're Republican, but they really haven't participated in the Democrat Republican structure that we have in Knox County. Okay. Granted, there's a lot of folks that are moving around the country. A lot of folks are moving here from California, from, from um, New Jersey, from New Hampshire, from New York um, that may have been active, may have been active up there, may not have been active up there. Um, and we have to do due diligence here to ensure that we're getting their voting records from wherever they're coming from. Um, but um, I don't think... If I had a criticism, and I do not have a criticism, but if I had a criticism, it would be that we sometimes we settle for candidates and we call them Republicans or conservatives or we call them Democrats or liberals or progressives or whatever the new term is, and we don't really know what they are. Uh, many of them just want a job. I'll be honest with you. There's a situation outside Knox County in another county that's kind of west of of us. An individual was on Facebook um, talking about running for office a couple of years ago and went quiet. Now he's back on Facebook again, again in another county, not Knox County, uh, asking for people to give them give let him know if they would support him for lo- local office and what local office that would be. Folks, we don't need folks that just want a job. Okay. Uh, or want a title. Um, the last thing I really needed was to serve on the state Republican executive committee, but I saw what the options were. And I knew that I had served a considerable amount of time in the trenches. I've had every position known to man within the precinct structure, every position known to man in the club structures. I've been chairman of the party. I've been an elected official in Knox County. And I wanted to ensure that the state Republican executive committee uh, for Senator Massey's district was represented by somebody that had done the work in Knox County. I had a good idea that Lana Smith was going to be the female because we had both vacancies. We had the man and the woman vacancy. And so I had a good idea that Lana Smith was going to be the female. And so I wanted to ensure that we were properly represented uh, by people who had done the work to prepare for that. Now, if that gets me criticism, guess what? I've been criticized for 17 years. As a blogger at brownhornback.com, I was criticized for two years. As a, and part of that, so part of that seventeen years included the two years I was party chairman. But for seventeen years as a blogger and as party chairman, and four years before that, seventeen years, I had significant criticism as a school board member. But guess what? I say what I mean, I mean what I say, and I stand up for what I believe. And I call it like it is. I was never an umpire in baseball, but that's how I view myself. I view myself as an umpire. Calling the balls as strikes and fouls. Um, and um, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. You don't have to read BrianHornback.com. Uh, But I'm blessed to have the readers I have. Uh, and um, and I thank you for that. And um, those that sponsor ads on Brianhornback.com, I thank you for that. Uh, those that uh, spread the good word, I appreciate that. But we're out of time. I appreciate you listening to the 50th episode of the Brighton Hornback Podcast. And oh, 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 can't go out without starting to finish this song by Handsome and the Humbles. And it's called We're All the Same because really and truthfully, folks, we're not black, we're not white, we're not Christian, we're not Jew, we're not Pentecostal. We're not Baptist. We really are all the same.